This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you this morning. And if you've been with us earlier in the week, you know that we're going through the theme of the influences of God in our life. And we've been speaking about the probably the most important influence in our life, and that is the Word of God. And we compared, as the Word of God does, rain that comes down from heaven with the Word of God. For example, in the Amplified Version of chapter 6, verse 7 in Hebrews, we read these words. For the soil which has drunk the rain that repeatedly falls upon it, and produces vegetation useful to those for whose benefit it is cultivated, partakes of a blessing from God. So this is an allegory that compares our lives and the forming of God's character in us to the growth of vegetation. So rain in scripture, as we said in recent days, speaks of the word of God, which is the strongest influence in our lives. Old Testament um, scriptures reveal this. Deuteronomy 32, verse 2, for example. Let my teaching drop as rain, my speech distill as the dew, as the droplets on the fresh grass, and as the showers on the herb. We read in James 1.18, New Testament, In the exercise of his will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, so that we might be, as it were, the first fruits among his creatures. So just as soil that soaks in the rain is fruitful and is blessed by the Lord, when we receive the word of God and our life is fruitful, it results in the blessings of the Lord. So just as there's two kinds of soil, uh, hard soil that produces nothing but briars and thorns, and rich soil, which produces fruit. We want to be fruitful in our lives. So we've asked many questions during the course of these days, and I want to ask a question that we asked on Monday. How eager are you to receive the divine influence in your life? The divine influence being the word of God. It is the essential influence that needs to rule and reign in our lives. And as we pointed out, when we read a novel or watch a movie, we're so engrossed in it, you know, it becomes part of us. And yet we need to see that if that's what the uh, fictitious thing does, has such an influence on our life, how influential is the word of God? And we read from Psalm 19, and I just want to read again those um, a couple of verses which talks about the effect that the word of God should have in our life. 
If you have your Bibles, turn with us to Psalm uh, 19. Psalm 19, we're looking at two verses, verses 7 and 8. The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Do you see this happening in your life when you read the word of God? It also says in Psalm 119, verse 14, I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as over all riches. And we mentioned as we closed the program yesterday, John 5, 39, you search the scriptures and you think in them you have eternal life. And it is these, the scriptures, that bear witness or testify of me. So we should see this week that almost everything testifies of the Lord. The word declares that Jesus will never leave us nor forsake us. But what we'd like to talk about today is, are you experiencing his presence, which should be a divine influence in your life? Are you aware of the Lord's presence? So today, the presence of God is going to be our focus. And the first scripture we would like you to turn with us and read is Isaiah fifty-seven, fifteen. For thus saith the high and exalted one who lives forever, whose name is holy. I dwell on a high and holy place and also with the contrite and lowly of spirit in order to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. So we see even though God is um, holy, he's high and exalted, he has met us through the Messiah and he comes to those who are lowly in spirit and contrite in heart that he would revive us again. Powerful, Junie. If you have your Bibles open, let's go to Psalm 139. 139, we'd like to look at the first 10 verses. Psalm 139. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou dost know when I sit down and when I rise up. Thou dost understand my thought from afar. Thou dost scrutinize my path and my lying down and art intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there is a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, You know it all. Thou hast enclosed me behind and before, and lay thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high. I cannot attain to it. Where can I go from thy spirit? Or where can I flee from thy presence? If I ascend to heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in Sheol, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there thy hand will lead me, and thy right hand will lay hold of me. Junie, it's obvious that we can't escape the presence of God, but as you just mentioned, are we aware of his presence? And would we be and do the things we are and do the things we do if we were fully aware of his presence with us? Powerful. It's, it's really an amazing thought, Shelley, because um, we experience something if we're walking with the Lord in his presence. And we'll find that in Exodus thirty-three fourteen, where the Lord was speaking to Moses, saying to Moses, because Moses was commissioned and called by God to take the children of Israel 
and bring them to Canaan out of Egypt. Right. He said in Exodus thirty three fourteen, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. So one of the signs to us of his presence, God's presence being with us, no matter what the circumstance or situation of our life, as we rest in the Lord, we find rest. And that's because his presence is yes. with us. And Junie, you know, if we look at, um, you read verse 14, the end of it says, Moses' response was, I'm sorry, verse 15 if your presence does not go with, go with us, do not lead us up from here. What an exhortation for all of us. We need to be sent by God, knowing that his presence is with us before we do anything. Another powerful verse we find in Psalm 16, verse 11. Thou will make known to me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. In thy right hand are pleasures forever. So it makes me think, Junie, that we're seeing the results of being in the knowing that we are in the presence of the Lord. There's fullness of joy. And as you read from Psalm 33, when we are aware of the presence of God, which is always with us, God will give us rest. So perhaps if we are not restful, no matter what the physical activity might be or even the mental activity might be, we should be in a condition of rest all times. And you know, Shelley, when we were talking about the scripture before we started to record, I pictured Stephen, you know, giving the mm. testimony and being stoned. Uh, I believe that's in Acts chapter 7. And um, how in a situation of being stoned and the rage of his uh, people um, uh, throwing these stones at him, Stephen, it said, shone like an angel. It was the countenance of God that was on his life, which is like the fullness of joy in a moment of martyrdom. And as a result of the presence of God being with Stephen, uh, Rabbi Saul, who um, brought papers to agree with this stoning because uh, Stephen believed that Jesus was the Messiah and the leaders said uh, Jesus didn't fulfill the scriptures, that Stephen saw the Lord standing and uh, his arms were outstretched. Uh, he saw the glory of God yes. in his wilderness. Hallelujah. It makes me think of the verse that we read on Monday, Junie, Isaiah 43, 2, which Stephen really brought to life. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, there shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. That, well, that's really the life of Peter, of Sohab, Stephen, rather. And we know that um, the presence of the Lord is with us always, as you read, even in hell. Really? But are we with him? Are we aware of his presence? Do we desire for God to breathe on us and change us and transform us? And we read in Job 32.8, but it is a spirit in man and the breath of the Almighty that gives him understanding. And so, Shelley, don't you think we should, like, pray for the breath of God 
to breathe on the words that were speaking of God's presence really being with us wherever we go. It's important to know, and I'm sure we've said it over the years, Junie, that the word breath in Hebrew is ruach. And another word that that's translated into is spirit. And really, we need the spirit to be so active in us that it makes us aware at all times that God is with us, not just technically, but we experience his presence with us. And you know, Shelley, Stephen exhorted and uh, demonstrated that in his life during his martyrdom. And in Malachi chapter 2, we see the testimony for all of us. True instruction was in his mouth and unrighteousness was not found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and uprightness and he turned many from iniquity. And it's amazing because Stephen turned Rabbi Saul, who became Apostle Paul to the Gentiles, from iniquity. Amen. And one more verse from Job, Junie, Job 33, 4. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath, in other words, the Spirit of the Almighty, gives me life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we ask that question. To ourselves and to our listeners, are you aware of the presence of God with us? Thank you, Lord. We bless you that your breathe presence us, is, Lord. yes, the fresh breath of the Holy Spirit to breathe yes. upon us that will awaken us that the presence of God is with us at all times. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.